the Financial Sense Lifetime Planning Program. Here's your host, Jim Poplava. What if there was a way that you could reverse aging, remain healthy, and live a long, productive life? Joining me on the program is Jason Tebow, founder of DaVinci Medical and also the creator of the Superhuman Protocol. Jason, I'd like to begin and talk about this superhuman protocol that you created. I wonder if you could give our listeners a little bit of a background. How did this all come about? How did you put this together? Sure. First of all, thanks for having me, number one. Uh, and this question gets asked every single time. And it's a, it's a poignant story. So my mother-in-law came down with pancreatic cancer a long time ago. And she did not want to do what's the traditional surgery called the Whipple, where they go in and they actually remove the tumor on the head of the pancreas. So we began looking at alternatives. And there were quite a few doctors that had amazing outcomes with uh, treating this. And it seemed like a lot of these practitioners were were doing some things. and, And I noticed a common denominator. Some of them were doing what's called pulsed electromagnetic field. That's a a mouthful for PEMF, and that is basically no different than walking around Mother Earth barefoot. It's called grounding or earthing, which actually charges the body and makes it alkaline instantly. So they were doing this PEMF, which was familiar to me, but not entirely at the time. They were doing some form of of oxidative stress or oxidation therapies, which is known as ozone or even oxygen therapies. Then they were doing photobiomodulation, right? Anything to do with light. The, the types of light are very, very important. You can't just shine a light on a problem. Uh, you might be able to see it better, but you're not going to fix the problem. So we began looking at these three things because that became the common denominator with the guys that were having success with some pretty serious end-stage conditions. And, but no one was doing like both or all three. And I thought, how interesting, because these three things are found in nature. And these are the three things that we have disconnected from and have decreased significantly over the past few thousand years, especially our magnetic field where you walk around barefoot. That used to be at two and a half gauss. It's now half a gauss. That's an 80% drop from the last 4,000 years. So that biocharger walking barefoot, keeping you alkaline, which allows blood to flow beautifully to your 11 organ systems, that's failing us. They won't tell you that. Absolutely won't tell you that. And I'll get into why later. So what happened was we we began digging into what are the best of those three? What are the most effective technologies in the light world, the magnetic field world, and the oxygen world? And so we already had a leg up. We were involved with some of those things. And again, our research led us to where we are today. I mean, fast forward, it's almost 15 years from the endeavor. And now we have what's called the superhuman protocol. I remember succinctly one day I did PMF, oxygen and light accidentally in that exact order because I didn't actually have everything at the house like I do now. I wasn't manufacturing everything like I am now. And I I was able to do one at one location and two at another. Then I went to the gym and I was able to stack the bench press. It was actually, it's a selectorized uh, piece of equipment. I was able to lift more weight than I have ever lifted in, in my life. And my trainer said, what the hell's going on here? I said, no, what? I'm asking you that. Did they add another pulley? Because this seems really easy. And he says, no, you're not going to be able to walk tomorrow. So like, you know, drop the weights. And 
I thought about it and I realized I had a, a very large surge of energy and people use that very loosely because they don't understand it. Energy is actually ATP. It's a molecule that the body makes in cells that manufacture energy, right? Cells in tissue, organs, muscle, skin, right? Red blood cells, they don't make any energy. They carry things. But the cells in the muscle, they got a huge boost of energy. And I thought, wait a minute, I just cycled up ATP. If I cycle up ATP, I've caused the cell to live another day because if the cell's either making ATP or it goes rogue and it can't make this energy using the oxygen and the food we breathe and it goes into a fermentation process and uses glucose and glutamine, it's now a cancer cell. That's how cancer starts. When a cell can no longer use oxygen and food that we eat to make energy, it'll ferment, reverse. It's called dysregulated cell growth. Can't stop it. Well, there's actually a cure for that now. And I'm not saying I can cure cancer. I'm, I'm saying we can we can stop the process that causes that cell to go rogue. And so I realized, wow, the cell lives another day. Cells make up tissues. Tissues make up organs. Organs make up you. So if I'm able to do that at the cellular level, I'm able to restore everything. I'm able to reverse the aging process. I can take that spinning aging wheel in my body and I can put the brakes on it and maybe I could even slow it down and go backwards. So that's when I realized the order was really important because PMF opens the oxygen doors. And then you do oxygen therapy. When you do oxygen therapy, you flood the body with oxygen. PMF alkalizes the body. Then when you do light, Light is favored because your red blood cells separate from the PMF. More oxygen can get in the red blood cells. We're going to dive into that. But bottom line is I realized there was an order that caused each technology to be put on steroids. I was able to turbocharge each of the three technologies by doing a specific tech before the other. And hence the superhuman protocol was born. And the outcomes that we're seeing with this it's unbelievable. I have got people that call me up with tears and said, Jason, I have my life back. I wake up. I've had sleep. I wake up without pain. I can actually carry my child up the staircase. I have a relationship again with you know my significant other. I want to keep going. I have a second wind after five o'clock. I don't crash at 3.30. Right? My skin looks better. My vision's improving. My hair's growing back. I mean, you name the aging condition that people complain about. I can golf now. I can go 18 holes. I can swing that golf club without pain. Red light alone can take the pain down by three or four points on the pain scale in one session. And this is all steeped in science. We'll we'll go into that later. But yeah, that's the short of how I came up with the protocol. How did that work out for your mother-in-law? Were you able to use these modalities? No, you know, my so my mother-in-law... She was the casualty of the uh, R&D and the evolution of superhuman. So we didn't really get into superhuman until years after she had passed. They gave her three months, traditional, end stage. You've got three months, get your affairs in order. We got her to two and a half years. And we were running around like chickens with our head cut off. We didn't, we didn't have, don't forget, it was her journey and us trying to heal her that I found out about these three modalities, but we didn't get dialed in until it was too late. So a couple of, about two and a half years later, she passed it metastasized uh, to the liver. And that's it. Once the liver got hit, uh, we, we couldn't save her, but she was able to reconcile with her 
my, my ex-wife was able to reconcile with her mother, take her on the trips that she always dreamed of. And they ended things the way they should have ended, which is beautiful. And I said to my ex at the time, I said, I'm, I'm going to take this information that we're learning here and I'm just going to be a conductor. I'm, I'm going to guide people to the right people to restore order because it's the most painful thing watching somebody die in your arms. Literally her feet, her ankles were in my hands at the end, when I was at the end of her, her deathbed in hospice in Chula Vista, San Diego, when she finally passed uh, five days before my birthday. And uh, I'll never forget that moment, but it's because of her that I have been on this journey and that I'm still on this journey. Well, let's begin with, there's a three-step process. The first you call magnetism, which is PMF. Explain how this works and what it is. Sure. So PMF stands for pulsed electromagnetic fields. Fancy way for saying you're walking barefoot on Mother Earth. You're grounding. The studies are out there. You can go to um, PubMed and you can just do Google search. Uh, It's called grounding or earthing studies. There's about 20 of them already. And they've already proven without a shadow of a doubt that you have 30 trillion batteries in your body. They're called cells and they all get charged. They all should have a negative charge, a negative polarity on the cell forces the cells to repel. Positively charged cells attract each other. Well, when cells, red blood cells especially, stick to each other, imagine the freeway where all the cars are are magnetized to each other, but they all want to take the off-ramp and that off-ramp is one car wide. Those cars can't take the off-ramp, can they? But if we put a charge on all those cars and get them polarized or negatively charged, they repel one another. Now every car is independent of of each other and they can all go down the smallest and most narrow roads and and off-ramps. So just like your phone, you put your phone on the induction charger, you charge the phone. When you step on Mother Earth, you're earthing, you're grounding. There's half a gauss. A gauss is a measurement of a magnetic field. The little magnet that holds the picture of the family on the fridge, that's about 15 gauss. So imagine half a gauss coming from Mother Earth, coming through the feet, it actually charges the red blood cells. Everything from ED to uh, cognitive function to brain fog to just feeling tired and having pain is a result of having blood that looks just like that. You can prick your finger, pop it on a microscope and see it. Within 10 minutes of laying on our PMF mat, It's just a simple mat. It's about six and a half feet long. It's controlled by a very easy to use computer. You hit start. You can run it 10, 20, or 30 minutes, however much time you have. You get off and you can look at your blood under a microscope. All those cells are separating, which means now those are red blood cells. Those cells can now carry up to nine times more oxygen because when the cells separate, you have a greater surface space for oxygen to attach. Okay, so not only do we have red blood cells that can go where they want to because they're separated, they're not stuck and they're not moving like the pool pump was turned off and the algae is starting to form, right? There's no water flow. There's no oxygenation. This is like turning the pool pump back on and all that dirty water gets filtered and oxygenated. That's exactly what happens here. All the blood goes back to the normal flow. We're not increasing blood pressure. That's very different. That's about the heart's pump. The movement of blood through 60,000 miles of circulatory system that you all have that has to feed 11 organ systems 
you need all those red blood cells in order for oxygen to be carried and nutrients to be carried to the different cells and tissue. 10 minutes after doing PEMF, that's what your blood looks like. And you would do this daily. You can do it in the morning and you do it at night. Mine's under my sheet in the center of my bed. My wife and I sleep beside it because it has a five foot throw, meaning it'll go two and a half feet from the center and then two and a half feet from the other side. Mine's on a timer so that at 11 o'clock, it turns on what's called tranquility mode, calms the mind, because it sends in frequencies, not just a magnetic field, it sends in frequencies to calm the mind, which controls the body. Now we get a better sleep. I can get into delta brainwave state better. Right now, you and I are both in beta brainwave, very chatty. We're thinking a lot, a lot going on, a lot processing. Hard to sleep like that. So this will help you go into alpha and theta through frequencies, brain entrainment. Next thing you know, you're sleeping like a baby much faster and you get a longer restorative sleep and increased blood flow. And now human growth hormone is being made right? HGH. And that's where the body begins to repair. So your body regenerates from the damage of the day much better. Uh, like I said, it goes on at 11 for about 30 minutes. And then it goes on again at 6 a.m. for another 30 minutes. And that runs a different mode. It runs my superhuman protocol, vitality, seven intensity mode. It's just a fancy way of saying my program. And when I get up, I've already done an hour of PMF. And I didn't have to spend time in another room doing it. I did it while I was sleeping. I leveraged my sleep time to do an hour of PMF therapy. And it'll have a residual effect for the entire day. I will not have to do PMF again until nighttime. So this is equivalent to me walking around barefoot all day long, like our ancestors did. They were constantly touching the ground. They were constantly being charged. When you're eating quality foods that are more alkaline and have more what's called hydrogen content or antioxidants like a blueberry, for example, fresh fruits and, 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 and vegetables, and I'm not saying vegan, I'm just saying some of those things in your diet, your blood starts to look like this. In fact, you could go, you could be a meat eater all, all week, your blood will look just like this, I will bet money on it. And then you can just do one day where you just go mainly vegetarian, okay? And your blood will look like that almost immediately. Just from changing the saturated fats that you're bringing into your diet, because it changes the blood plasma, it changes how thick the fluid is that holds your red blood cells. And the less uh, thick it is, or when we drop viscosity of, of what holds your blood, things flow much better. Men wonder, you know, I, I've got ED, what's going on here? Get a little bit more fresh fruits and vegetables, get a little bit less red meat, do the grounding, walk around barefoot for those that can't afford a PMF mat or get the PMF mat, and your blood's going to look like you were when you were 20 years old in one day. This is not something that takes weeks and weeks, but if it's something you do every single day, your body can also heal and restore because your blood flow has gone back to normal. And so now all the tissues and all the organ systems that were starving of oxygen or were breaking down from lack of nutrition are all getting fed again, right? It's like contractors in there working and you're giving them good building materials, AKA good food. So that's stage one. And as you can see, when you do this in 10 minutes, your cells can carry 10, almost 10 times, it's nine times actually, almost 10 times more oxygen than before. 
And that's why you then open the opportunity to do exercise with oxygen. Before I dive into that, any questions on the PMF side? Yeah, I want to ask you that. Uh, you, you mentioned 10 minutes. I am using this program now, and I'll get to that later. I've been doing it 15 minutes. Is 10 minutes the minimum? Or Yeah, yeah. if you can do 10, if you can do 15 or you can do 20 or 30, the, the, the newest machine goes up to 30 minutes. It's about what time you're willing to invest. The minimum 10-minute session is absolutely effective. And so more isn't always better. If somebody has an acute condition, something quite serious, we're going to recommend 30 minutes twice a day, every day, until we get to resolution. Then you basically titrate. We break it down to maybe 15 or 10-minute sessions, still twice a day. And then you can keep an extra 40 minutes in your pocket. So you don't have to do 30 minutes unless it's serious. So if you, Jim, if you can do a little bit longer, it's not going to hurt you. It'll definitely add to the speed at which you restore order. So the first step is preparing your cells with the PMF. And, and Jason, let me just throw something out. Somebody told me this. This can help with jet lag. In other words, I, somebody told me that if you were traveling and you have jet lag, go take a walk on the beach barefoot. Right. Not the machine, but what you just said. So if you go walk on the beach barefoot, you're now walking in your time zone and your circadian rhythm, your energy that you're absorbing from Mother Earth, this Gauss and the sunlight, right? Because the blue light's either available or it's gone down. You're going to basically be between the grounding and being exposed to sunset, sunrise. You can reset the circadian rhythm much faster. In fact, I've I've almost never experienced jet lag because every time I go, and I go to a lot of different countries, every time I go there, the first thing my wife and I do is get on our bathing suit. We go walk barefoot on the beach for an hour every time. And so the rest of the trip, I never feel tired, completely energized. But we spend a lot of time on the beach, in the water. So we're kind of doing poor man's superhuman protocol, right? We're out in the sun, walking, getting very good, clean quality air. Let's move on to step two, which is oxygen. I've been using oxygen therapy with a, a treadmill, but I've never done it until your protocol using it with step one. So explain now what happens. Your cells have separated. They're more receptive to oxygen. So you can do it a tre with a treadmill. You can do it with an elliptical, an upright bike, a spin bike. It doesn't really matter. And then you're wearing a mask and it's a full face non-rebreather, meaning you know your, your nose and your mouth are covered. You're breathing oxygen in from the bag and you're exhaling CO2. You never breathe into the bag. Now, the objective here is to simply get the heart rate up while you're getting a surplus of oxygen. And why is that important? As we age, the pressure on the arterial side of the veins and arteries, right? Veins bring in deoxygenated blood to the heart back into the lungs, back in the heart, back out to the arteries. The arteries, arterial side, is where oxygenated blood goes. But as we age, the pressure in those arteries drop. If the pressure drops, so is the force that causes oxygen to be pushed into a red blood cell and to be pushed farthest to distal hypoxic tissues, tissues suffocating farthest from the heart. So the goal is to simply get a little bit of extra oxygen and you don't need more than 30% purity. Jim, it's a big myth. Everyone going, oh, we need 90%, we need 100. No, it's actually 
30 plus percent because 30 percent purity is a 50 percent increase on what i'm breathing right now i'm breathing 21 percent because i'm at sea level right so even if you just got 30 percent oxygen that's enough but the machines make 90 so that's what we're using so what's happening here is you're exercising at a very simple comfortable pace and every three minutes you're going to accelerate and you're on, you want to get your heart rate up to about 120 beats per minute for about 30 seconds. What you're doing is you're raising the pressure in the arterial side, in your arteries, forcing more oxygen into those red blood cells that are already separated now and ready for way more oxygen. And you're pushing more oxygen to other tissues and cells. So a 70-year-old would be at 70 millimeters of mercury. That's a definition of the arterial pressure. A 20-year-old would probably be at about 120 millimeters of mercury. So you, you can see that as we age, the arterial pressure drops. So does the amount of oxygen that gets to the body. Everybody dies from what is tr traditionally known as hypoxia. Even if it's a gunshot wound, ultimately you die because you couldn't breathe. You couldn't get oxygen because of, of a organ failure, but ultimately you couldn't breathe. You died of hypoxia. Every tissue requires oxygen 24-7 every second. It's non-negotiable. But as we age, the body slowly accepts this hypoxia, right, low oxygen, through the lower pressure in the arteries. And we're given medication to stave off the symptoms, but we never go after the root cause. And so if we go off those medications, the symptoms come right back. So one other really great thing that exercising with oxygen does is that when you are exercising under load, you're doing your sprint, the oxygen will actually get pushed through the artery wall because of the higher pressure. And when oxygen actually goes through the artery wall, oxygen kisses what's called the endothelial lining. The lining of all your arteries have what's called an endothelium, okay? those start to constrict and narrow and your microvessels over the years shrink. So think of oxygen therapy as roto-rooter for your entire microvessel architecture and infrastructure. So we're basically restoring microvessel diameter and immediately improving blood flow. Okay, again, we're not increasing blood pressure, we're restoring the natural flow because your microvessel diameter just went back to normal. It's an immediate switch, day one, and it has about a three to six month durable effect on the body. So you could do oxygen therapy two or three times in a week, and literally your microvessels are going to stay at the new diameter for quite a while. And assuming you're eating foods that support healthy arterial structure, they shouldn't be going back. But you have to be aware of what's causing that and avoid that which is causing microvessels to shrink, okay? Now, viruses and bacteria are anaerobic. They do not like oxygen. Cancer hates oxygen. That's how you wipe out cancer. Actually, you'd starve it of glutamine and you starve it of glucose and a cancer cell dies, but you can only do that when you're in therapeutic ketosis and you have to use glutamine inhibitors and reduce the amount of glutamine that's being produced because glutamine helps remove ammonia from the body. So you would die if you stop glutamine production. I can give you some references later and a link to somebody. If you have a, a client that has an end-stage condition, obviously superhuman protocol is, in my opinion, is, is going to stop 
that which is causing the cell to go rogue and and can basically act like the fire extinguisher. Can't say it's a treatment, can't say it's a cure, can't say we're preventing it. Cannot use those words. In terms of the exercise, like you mentioned with the PMF, 10 minutes minimum, and obviously if you have conditions, you might want to do more. What about uh, training with oxygen on a treadmill? I think uh, I do something called sprint eight, which are eight sprints within 20 minutes. Is there a time frame that's ideal for this? No, you're, you're doing a great job, Jim. I wish everybody did what you're doing. Again, the outcomes are realized when we do at least four 30-second sprints over a period of whatever is comfortable for you. If it takes you, if you can do it in five, in eight minutes, right? I, I, I do hypersession. So every minute I do 30 seconds and then I get off, right? I just don't have a lot of time to, to spend 15 minutes and, and drain that bag. So if you're taking 20 minutes, which is rare because that bag really can only hold about 15 minutes worth of oxygen, considering the average person breathing in about 60 liters a minute. So you're looking at about, if you're taking 20 minutes and you're doing eight sprints, your sprints probably are um, on the lower BPM side, right? You're not getting the, the lungs up, or I should say the heart rate up really high because eight sprints over 20 minutes, you would run out of oxygen in about four, four to five sprints. And if your sprints are are shorter, then that might you might be able to do it. But you don't want to think, you don't want to overthink it. You just want to get three to four 30 second sprints a couple minutes apart. And that couple minutes apart is based on your comfort level. If if it takes you a little bit of time to recover after that sprint, maybe three or four minutes before you can sprint again, that's fine. But you're going to find over time, you'll be able to do more sprints closer together because you're becoming conditioned. Your, your pain is decreasing. Your energy levels are going up. So you're going to be able to ramp up that protocol. But I'm happy with anyone that can do at least three to four of these sprints Ultimately, they may they may take a little time to get to three or four more sprints. If your first time you only do one sprint and you're exhausted and you can't do anything else, great. You showed up, you did it. On the next time, do that again. At least do the same thing again. If not, add maybe one more sprint until you get to a point where your daily routine is four sprints spaced three minutes apart and you they last 30 seconds and you want to get your heart rate up to about 120 beats per minute. You don't as you can see, you don't have to be a professional athlete. You don't have to get the heart rate high. 120 is enough. That'll get the partial pressure just over 100. And uh, if you're going higher than that, that's great. It's not necessary, but it's fantastic. And some people go, hey, man, Jason, I was doing the whole thing. I burned the whole bag, and I was like at 150 beats per minute the whole way through. All good for you. Most people can't do that. That is an ultimate session, right? You forced oxygen the whole time under load. And if everyone could do that, great. Is it that much more effective? No, no, it's not. If you're a professional athlete, you're training, you're lifting weights, you're you're looking for big outcomes, that's going to help you get there. But for the average person, what you're doing and what I just outlined is all you need to do. Okay. So we've got step one, which is the PMF or magnetism. So that's opening up the cells. Now we go to step two, which is oxygen. So now the cells are more receptive to that oxygen. And what is that doing to the cell structure itself? 
So that concludes the first half of today's lifetime planning segment with Jason Thibault, creator of the Superhuman Protocol. We're going to continue the discussion next Monday on the science behind this multi-step sequence and also jump into one of the most important changes that Jason believes everyone can and should make when it comes to improving our health. If you'd like to check out all of the studies, resources, and other materials mentioned in today's podcast, be sure to go to davincimedicalusa.com for more. If you have any questions or feedback about what we discussed today with Jason Thibault, feel free to go to our website, financialsense.com, and hit where it says, Contact Us. In the meantime, we'd like to thank you for listening. Have yourself a great week ahead. The Financial Sense News Hour is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be considered as a solicitation or offer to purchase or sell any securities. The investments, investment strategies, and investment philosophies discussed or presented on the News Hour each involve their own unique risk factors, which are not discussed on the show. Responses to listener inquiries are based on the personal opinions of the Financial Sense staff and do not take into account listener suitability, objectives, or risk tolerance. Financial Sense News Hour and its parent company shall not be liable for any. Any financial losses that result from investing in any companies mentioned in Financial Sense or arising out of the use of any material on the news hour. Please be advised that you invest at your own risk.